Welcome to Funds in Focus by the senior members of the investment strategy team at FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds. Join our experts as they explore how current market trends are shaping the investment landscape. In each episode, you'll learn how a specific FlexShares ETF operates and how the market has impacted the fund, along with the potential long-term implications of your client's portfolio. Now, on to the show. Early in 2021, while things are still fresh, we wanted to take a look back and assess how certain strategies and asset classes fared through 2020. Today, we wanted to take you inside of one of the more attention-grabbing investment categories, ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance. We'll dive into how the market concentration has changed due to the global pandemic and what's next for ESG. I'm your host, Jahan Mady, and with me today is Evan McCall, investment strategist. Evan, before we get started, can you help level set our discussion for ESG today? Absolutely, I'd be happy to. And yeah, I can see why it'd be a little bit confusing. The investment style has, has really been come to be known by a variety of different names. Obviously, we're talking about ESG today specifically. You've also maybe heard of sustainability, social responsible investing or SRI, and the list goes on. It's really almost an alphabet soup of, of different variations on a theme, really. But in a nutshell, investors are looking for ways to align their investment portfolio with their personal values. Other investors may be viewing this as a more comprehensive framework to assess a stock's long-term business performance by evaluating the sustainability of a company in addition to those traditional measures of financial success that you might see. This is both to assess opportunities and risks that may be facing these companies uh, near in the near future. But even with these differing definitions, investors are going to be finding that there are a variety of approaches to incorporating these considerations into a portfolio context. And when you're constructing an index methodology, say, for instance, this could be called something like negative screening or norms-based approach or integration these are all due to kind of the varying needs and wants of investors. What matters to one individual may not hold the same importance for another. So we're going to see a variety of different ways and approaches and definitions. But ultimately, what we're going to come back to is that foundation of aligning portfolio decisions with personal values. That's great. Thanks for that. I think it'll be helpful as we dive into our discussion today for you to give us a brief rundown of what we were looking at in the ESG space before COVID-19. Yeah, pre-pandemic, what we saw for ESG was that the investment category was really coming into its own. And we've seen that it was garnering a lot of significant attention and support from investors around the globe. Initially, this trend may have been most popular amongst younger investors looking for opportunities to earn a financial return while aligning with their values. But what we've seen is that this isn't just a phase and ESG is not just for millennials, but that a larger swath of the investment client base is really looking for a melding of these sustainable or social investment approaches alongside more traditional financial approaches that we've seen. If we wanted to take a look at what investor behavior can tell us about ESG, we can use net asset flows as a reasonable proxy and look into the flows for 2019. What we saw, according to Morningstar, was that flows into ESG and sustainable funds over the year uh, 2019, before we got into the pandemic, really smashed any previous year inflow record by about 4x. I think that if we look at the hard numbers, sustainable open-end and ETF strategies brought in about $20.6 billion throughout 2019. And flows were only picking up going into 2020. 
we saw this strong pace maintained through the first and second quarters of the year, which is really when the COVID-19 pandemic was taking shape and, and really starting to show the true impact that it's going to have on global economies. Later into the year, even in the third and fourth quarters, while we may have seen a small tapering of inflows into ESG, these types of strategies and ETFs brought in about more than $51 billion. At the end of the year, from a performance perspective, we saw that seven of the 10 largest US-focused ESG ETFs outperformed the Standard & Poor's 500 index last year, looking at data from FactSet. Judging by the flows of the attention the space is getting, momentum has picked up, especially with President Biden's recent signings of a number of executive actions. From what I've seen, if investors thought ESG would go away, 2020 really caught them by a surprise. Can you share any recent developments on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, within the first 24 hours of the inauguration, we saw President Biden sign executive orders bringing the United States back into the Paris Climate Accord and against the expansion of the Keystone XL pipeline project. So we can see that many of the E, S, and G issues are a high priority for the administration. This could be viewed as an acknowledgement to social preferences and opinions, but also reinforces conversations that are being held between political leaders around the globe, not to mention central banks who are now considering how they can impact these risks through certain monetary policies. The pandemic has really highlighted the need for including these non-financial factors that might impact our investments, particularly along the lines of environmental, social, and governance risks. It's kind of cliche to say at this point, but the pandemic accelerated many trends in the asset management industry, and ESG was no exception to this rule. This is likely tied to the emphasis placed on employee health and work-from-home policies throughout the pandemic, or in relation to the heightened emphasis on diversity, equity, and inclusion at portfolio companies and society more broadly. This isn't just happening in the United States either. This is really a global, global phenomenon. We also saw for a time the environmental impact of quarantine and stay-at-home orders on air quality. I don't know about you, Jihan, but I saw some of those images of historically smog-ridden com- uh, excuse me, cities now, in a new clarity with people required to stay from home, less people on the roads, and according to recent Bloomberg articles, global emissions are expected to have declined somewhere along the lines of, of 5 to 8%. So at the end of the year, if we look at this again, we saw in 2020, experts are still projecting ESG assets to reach more than one-third of global assets under management in 2025. Yeah, one difficult reconciliation a lot of investors have to make is a potential trade-off in fund performance in exchange for emphasizing E, S, and G objectives. The legacy ESG strategies applied sweeping exclusions are only really focused on selecting companies based on their sustainability efforts, for example. This could potentially end up leaving a portfolio lacking diversification or it's possible that this could lead to issues such as our tracking error. And this is where this performance myth may have started. But what we're seeing is that more contemporary approaches have adapted portfolio construction techniques that improve diversification and are actually seeking higher risk-adjusted returns. As ESG fund performance has built up a longer track record, we're seeing that this original myth really just isn't true. Looking at two strategies in particular, the FlexShares Stocks US ESG Impact Index Fund and the FlexShares Global ESG Impact Index Fund conveniently tickered ESG and ESGG, respectively. 
These strategies are designed as broadly diversified core equity strategies covering the U.S. and global developed markets, which includes the U.S. more broadly. These strategies use a contemporary index construction methodology that evaluates and emphasizes a set of ESG key performance indicators intentionally selected to potentially reduce risk at the security level. Ultimately, what these portfolios end up doing is tilting more of the portfolio towards these securities that score highly along these KPI metrics. In fact, we saw that even with an emphasis on these securities that scored highly along select ESG KPIs, investors were not only able to participate in the upside of the second half recovery in 2020, but also received competitive performance relative to their non-ESG policy benchmarks. The FlexShare Stocks Global ESG Impact Index Fund, in fact, outperformed the MSCI World Index by about 127 basis points, returning 17.17%. Meanwhile, on the U.S. side, the U.S. ESG strategy delivered a NAV return of 20.82%, only trailing its policy benchmark, the Russell 1000, by about 14 basis points. Now, I'll probably be, I won't be the first to admit the last year wasn't necessarily a typical year, but nonetheless, we're happy with this performance outcome. If we look at longer horizons, such as the three-year and since inception periods for both of these funds, we see both the U.S. and global strategies outperform the same non-ESG policy benchmarks. And so what does this mean for ESG going forward? You know, you brought up one thing earlier, Jihan, and, and that's really that ESG issues are going to be a high priority for the current political administration in the United States. But a couple of other things that we're seeing is that ESG is really driven by data and that data requirements are going to continue to evolve as this becomes more and more of an emphasis for investors. As these new data requirements change, the new development of, of new tools will help us define and measure more elements of ES and G investing. We also talked a little bit at the beginning of this that we'll also see continued attempts to standardize the framework for ESG investing for a variety of different investment groups. Excellent, Evan. I think that's a fantastic takeaway for our listeners and really appreciate your time today and your insights. Thank you for listening to Funds in Focus. You can learn more about us by visiting our website, go.flexshares.com slash fundsandfocus. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Before investing, carefully consider the FlexShares investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. This and other information is in the prospectus and a summary prospectus, copies of which may be obtained by visiting www.flexshares.com. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. Foresight Fund Services, LLC Distributor. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. There is no guarantee that a specific strategy will be successful. ETFs are subject to specific risks, depending on the nature of the underlying strategy of the fund. These risks could include liquidity risk, sector risk, as well as risks associated with fixed income securities, real estate investments, and commodities, to name a few. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. FlexShares Stocks U.S. ESG Impact Index Fund, ESG, is a passively managed fund that invests in equity securities of U.S.-based companies. The fund is subject to environmental, social, and governance, ESG, investment risk. 
which is the risk that ESG methodology may underperform the broader equity market or other funds that do not utilize ESG criteria. The fund may be subject to concentration risk of securities in a particular industry or group of industries. Flexshare Stocks Global ESG Impact Index Fund, ESGG, is a passively managed fund that invests in global securities. The fund is subject to environmental, social, and governance ESG investment risk, which is the risk that the ESG methodology may underperform the broader equity market or other funds that do not utilize ESG criteria. Foreign and emerging market securities may involve certain risks such as currency volatility, political and social instability, and reduced market liquidity. The fund may also invest in derivative instruments and is subject to concentration risk of securities in a particular industry or group of industries. Please read the fund's prospectus for specific details regarding the fund's risk profile. Carefully consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses before investing. The prospectus is available at www.flexshares.com. Read it carefully before investing. Flexshares funds are distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LLC.